Project. This is where we have conversations about passion and purpose. I am your co-host Tia and I am flying solo today. My girl Andy is not here. We decided to do something a little bit new and we are coming at you with some solo episodes. We just decided that based on our skill sets, it would be a great idea to have a little conversation with you guys based on something more specific that we would love to talk about. So my solo episode 36 is why resourcefulness should be one of your top skills. I'm going to give you six ways to be resourceful. But before I do that, I want to give you a story. So a couple summers back, two of my best friends and I were sitting on the beach at Ocean City, Maryland to my East Coast beachgoers and of course we got into some deep combo and the question that started this deep combo was that we asked each other was all right you first of all you're going to want to write this down because it's going to you know you can use this for your next you know girls trip but what do I need to know about myself that you don't think I know okay so this is this is the question you ask with your close close people What do I need to know about myself that you don't think I know, okay? So something that two of my best friends mentioned was just how resourceful I am. And so ever since then, I I feel like I've, you know, I don't know, like I reflected and realized that this is one skill I have developed out of, you know, more so the necessity to find more, to have more. And I guess like, you know, if I wanted more, if I wanted to find and pursue my passion, you know, I had to figure out a way to meet people and find resources that would give me experiences and opportunities that I wouldn't find from, you know, where I grew up or where I was from, you know, and so... I am sure many of you can relate to that, that same thing of, you know, based on where you're from or who your family is, or maybe the town you live in or the city you live in, like you're, you need to, you need to find more, you know, you have to get out there. You just, there's, you feel like there's something more out there for you. So, you know, if I had to pick one skill that I feel like, you know, has gotten me to where I am today, it would be resourcefulness. So that's a little bit of about, you know, some personal, you know, background and I guess credibility to why I want to talk about this today. And then again, like I, I think the second thing is just like I've noticed now with online, just the um, growth of online businesses and courses and coaches growing faster than ever before. We're just constantly pitched services and tools to buy, to build your business. And you know, I think it can be very convincing, like, oh, I need to spend money here to be better. or Oh, I need to do this, like, to be better. I'm I'm all for buying or outsourcing, investing in yourself or your business when the time is right. You know, many of my friends, many of our guests on this podcast have businesses and services that are going to truly help you grow, that we trust, that are really out there for the right reasons. But Again, to invest or to spend money on these things is, you know, a privilege that, you know, sometimes 
we don't have at that exact moment, you know, sometimes it's not the right time to invest in these things, you know, for yourself. So maybe it's not financially the right time, maybe it's just not the right, you don't have enough commitment yet. So again, I just want to talk about resourcefulness, because I believe that, you know, it, it whether you're just starting out, and it's an idea, or you want to start a new career or pursue your passion, learning to be resourceful is a skill that will always be will be needed, and can continue to get you to where you want to go. I want to take a moment to talk about intentional coaching, life coaching services by Emily Henriquez. Andy and I love the work Emily is doing. And we had such an insightful conversation where you can find her on episode 37 to learn more about her and her business. An easy, gentle, non-threatening, effective way to take care of our minds is through a process called coaching. Behavioral coaching allows an individual to figure out which direction and what actions are appropriate and greatly increase their chances of affecting lasting behavioral change. Intentional coaching is a business gear to help you live a more intentional life. Andy and I believe when you become intentional about what you want, you begin to see all that there is for your life. Emily offers one-on-one life coaching, support groups, educational workshops, and monthly journals to help you achieve an intentional life. You can learn more about intentional coaching by following at Mental Health Millie on both Instagram and TikTok. Her handles and website will be listed in the show notes. Now back to our conversation about being resourceful. Okay, so let's just get into the six ways on how to be resourceful. Okay, so one, connect with someone a few steps ahead of you. Okay, so look around at your peers, your industry, your network, you know, and I say look around you because you have a better chance of actually building a relationship with this person and they're probably more accessible. I'm not saying don't take a leap of faith and be bold and brave and reach out to your favorite company or your favorite CEO or whoever it is that you admire that is far is a far reach I'm not saying don't do that but I'm saying that if you want to actually build a relationship with someone who is a a few steps ahead of you then just look around at you know who you're who you're every day you're connecting with or who's in your industry and they're probably more accessible the questions to ask yourself to find to connect with someone a few steps ahead of you would be Whose character do you admire? Whose skill set do you want to have one day? Maybe it's maybe the position that they're in you hope to be in one day. Maybe it's the way that they lead their team that you want to learn from. Don't be afraid to reach out and ask. The worst that can happen is they say no. And, you know, I'm sure there's someone else who you admire or, or someone else whose skills and attributes you would like to learn from. At the end of the day, we all love talking about ourselves and our skills. So I hope that encourages you to reach out because most likely they're going to say yes. If you're listening to the podcast, this podcast, most likely they're going to say yes to you. Two, come prepared with questions and listen, listen, listen. So before you meet up, with this person who you might have connected with and and who when this person may be willing to give you their time remember it is that their time is valuable so 
again, come prepared with a loose agenda. Don't just come up and be like, hey, let's chit chat. Like, know the questions you want to ask. Know specifically, how did you get here? Like, where did you start before that? What's one of the values that you go by when you lead your team? And don't ask questions that you can find on the internet, that you can find on their website. So do your research. Um, ask questions that you that that only you would know by sitting down with them. What are you looking for? What are you looking to gain advice or their expertise for? Three, I want you to follow up. So after you meet up with this person, suggest the, hey, I'd love to meet up again in a month um, or a couple months and see see the vibe. Are they like, oh, sure. Or like, how do they respond when you, when you say that? And when I say follow up, follow up um, with an email as well, thanking them for their time, how much it meant to you. And again, suggesting that you would love to meet up again. And I think that can really keep the ball rolling and let them know that you're interested. Number four, this is very important. Don't just be a taker. I think as, and I can relate to this as just someone who, you know, wants to learn and you're just wanting to learn from them because you admire them and you want to learn some of the skill sets they have or you want to know their story. And although that might seem as excitement, it may come off differently to them. So remember, don't just be a taker and think about how you can add value to their life as well. So remember, you're trying to build a relationship with this person. Relationships are what help you grow personally. Relationships is what is going to help build your business. Relationships are the people who are going to refer you, who are going to invest in you, who are going to believe in you. So it's not just a transaction here we're talking about. It's it's you're trying to build a relationship with this person. So how can you add value to their life as well? What skill set do you have that you might that might be useful for them? Think about that. And again, just when you do meet up, like take that time and I can relate. I, I've had to do this before. Like I'm like, okay, let's when we when I'm when I'm having meetings about business or something, or it's just like, oh, let's get down to business. Let's get down to business. Let's stick to the agenda. And I've had to learn to again hold my agenda agenda loosely because it's about relationships. And I've had to, as crazy as it sounds, like remind myself, like ask them how they're doing and then pause and let them just talk. And sometimes being in the moment is way more important than what your agenda is. So make sure to ask how they are, how their day was, how their family was, and just really listen and be in the present moment. That can mean um, a lot to to someone. So um, especially someone who has um, a higher status, sometimes it may feel, and I've heard from people who are ahead of me, like it just feels like people want from me, want from me. So how can you add, don't just be a taker, how can you add value to their life? Another way you may be able to add value if it's they send newsletters or they have a blog or uh, maybe they have podcasts or something they produce. Actually listen to their the stuff that they create or they send you and actually read it, digest it, and reply with what you learned or your thoughts. That actually shows that you do admire their work or that you do also want to help see their thing grow. So don't just be a taker. Five, pick up a book. Guys, just... I don't know, or audio, but, but read, you know, um, read, read, read. I personally, I don't know about y'all. I know some of your undergrads or, you know, all you academias who've gone on further definitely, you know, have seen your education play a part in what you're doing now. For me, I've gotten a lot of things from college, best friends, worth, worth ethic, grit, 
But as far as education, I've learned more through reading books about the thing that I was trying to learn than I had than I did in you know all of my undergrad education. So again, this is corny, but I've heard the best leaders are readers. So let me say that again: the best leaders are readers. <laughs> and I think something that you may know, may not, but I found is that reading books or getting your information or education from sectors, professionals, professions, industries outside of your own and can be really helpful, can inspire and spark the most creative ideas. I think that is something that has been really helpful for me. For example, when I worked at um, the nonprofit, I was, you know, the director of operations, and I took a lot of things from the tech industry, the tech business, and the way that they operated and translated that into a way that would work for the nonprofit. So the tech industry is super successful, one of the biggest industries, and so Clearly they have success. So how can this nonprofit work more like um, an industry that, that makes a lot of money, that has a lot of success, that serves a lot of people? So again, look into other industries that you could learn for from. And the last thing, number six. All right. So look for free, F-R-E-E-E free resources available to you. There are tons of free resources out there. The point of this episode is like, there's a lot of pressure and some people are really great at selling themselves, selling their product that you think if I buy this, like it's gonna, it's gonna propel me, it's gonna help me. Although that may be the case, sometimes when you're just starting out or maybe again, you don't have the privilege to spend that, that capital on that. It's okay because this is why resourcefulness is going to get you um, to that position or point where you may be able to invest in yourself and buy that product or hire that coach. Honestly, before you even invest in that coach or that product, they should have free resources for you to get invested before you even put a dollar towards them. A lot of um, great businesses and people who are actually trying to add value to your life will provide free, free resources that you can check out, use, see their credibility, see that see that you trust them before, you know, you go ahead and make that jump to pay for that thing. So again, look for free resources available to you. There are tons of community forums, there are Facebook groups, there are meetups that you can get involved with to help you with whatever whether that's your career, your business, your passion, whatever it is. Um, an example that I um, would like to use from my experience is I, when I was working for the nonprofit, I was trying to implement Salesforce as their CRM system and I didn't work for Salesforce. So I had to learn the whole system and something that Salesforce had was a free community forum where you could show up to their office on certain days and come with questions. And there were consultants who normally you would have to pay lots of money for who would sit down with you and help you answer your questions. Or there was a group of people who may have been working on the same thing or may have, you know, or may have solved the problem that you were having. So this was really helpful to my learning and education and ultimately helpful to the organization and their growth. So there are tons of free tools as well that you can try and use to see if you like them. And some of them have limited features or capacity, but when you're first starting out, you don't need the most, most, 
the highest capacity or all the features. Sometimes you just got to start and use use the simple things. ClickUp is a free task management tool that we use here at the Soul Life Project that I love, that Andy loves. And when we first started the podcast, we used Anchor, Zencaster that allowed us to record for free. I know Descript is a transcribing tool that has free minimal hours if you're just looking to do a couple hours a month. So again, there's like tons of free free resources and tools and apps that you can just use to start out with. And then when you're ready to invest and make that jump, you know that it's going to be worth your time and money. Those are the six ways to be resourceful that I have practiced that have helped me to get where I am. One, connect with someone a few steps ahead of you. Um, come prepared. Two, come prepared with questions and listen, listen, listen. Three, follow up. Four, don't just be a taker. Five, pick up a book and read. And six, look for resources available to you. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you have any questions about how to be resourceful or different free apps that we've used for our podcast or free apps that we've used for our businesses, please reach out. Again, this is this podcast is one of the biggest reasons that I wanted to start the Soul Life Project was to be a resource for you guys. I've had so many just great people invest in me and teach me things and lead me who were a few steps ahead of me that I just reached out to and said, hey, would you like to get coffee? And I realized that if it wasn't for them, I I, I probably wouldn't be where I am today. For me, a, a big part of this podcast is being a resource for you, inviting people on the podcast who have stories and journeys that are pursuing their passion, that have some great experience and advice to give us, whether it's how to achieve goals or how to have a healthier mind or body or soul or how they have created success in their business. That is why I feel so passionate about this podcast um, is because ultimately I believe that we all have a passion and a purpose and I want you to be able to pursue that. And sometimes we just need not, not just only encouragement and inspiration, but sometimes we just need specific guidance and tools to help us get there. So that is a big part of why I love the Soul Life Project and why I love you guys and why I feel so grateful to be able to create this community with Andy to be able to help you guys on your journey. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I miss you, Andy. And again, if you have any questions for us, please reach out. And all of our guests are always um, open to chatting with you. So never hesitate to reach out. And if you find any episodes specifically empowering or you learned a lot, please, please leave us a review and comment because we love reading your comments and it also helps other people um, find our podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode and we'll talk soon.